Saturday morning serials chapters 1 through 15 Fly paper, penny loafers, lucky strike green Flat tops, sock tops, Duty Baker, Pepsi please Okay, right, John, stop it right there. Okay, stop it right there. Okay, now you're listening. Let's take that apart and see how many of those things. They're, they're just a, our kind of a scoreboard here. They're giving us the things to check to see if we remember. And what I need for you to do is to participate with me in discovering where I don't know and reminding me where I do know of what they are really talking about and, and how much of it you remember. If you're younger, you may not remember as many, but it will be a history lesson to you and you'll be more, better prepared to listen to your oldie station then and know what the Statler brothers are talking about. So they begin by talking about Saturday morning cereals. Now you might say, what in the world are they talking about? Well, my sister and I call those the continuing picture because it was, it was done in chapters. And over time, usually there were 12 or 15 chapters. And um, the... Uh, the uh, uh, Indiana Jones um, pictures were partially, I think, inspired by the uh, kind of thing that the people in the uh, in the uh, uh, serials, the Saturday morning serials, went through. So there is a connection to something almost very present. Although they're thinking here, I think the Sattler brothers are back in the 50s and 60s. Saturday morning serials. Chapters 1 through 15. So they were watching one that that would, had 15 chapters to it. Okay. Uh, is there anyone listening who actually remembers seeing a, uh, not not Indiana Jones, but an actual continuing picture of serial and that they, that, that they remember and remember something about and want to bring it to our attention? The telephone number is 919 860-9783-919-860-WPTF. Tom Kearney here. As a matter of fact, I neglected to tell you that we're live and in real time as we are five nights a week, Monday through Friday from uh, 9 until 10 each night, uh, Monday through uh, Friday. And usually on Friday night we have trivia, and indeed we will tomorrow night. And somewhere in there we like to have these nostalgia programs that focus back on things the way they might have been. So what we're wondering now, have you do you have you a memory of Saturday morning serials, chapters one through fifteen? Now, the next line in the song is flypaper, penny loafers, and lucky strike green. I think I can get know all of that, but can you tell me what flypaper is? I'm willing to bet that very few people in our audience know what flypaper is. So if you know that, don't be bashful. Now, there's nothing wrong with a an educated guess that goes wrong, but call us at nine one nine Eight six zero nine seven eight three. John, do we have any callers yet? Coming in right now. Okay, one. Well, okay, set this up. Let me know who it is. Uh, so, what is what is flypaper? What is flypaper? I'm willing to bet that we don't have anybody who actually knows what that is. Now, the next one, I think, probably your mom or your dad or your big brother had some penny loafers. But what are penny loafers? And somebody will need to tell us that. And tonight, you will remember, you can participate more than once. You can't stay on the air. You have to go away and come back. You have to redial to answer a different question. But we normally limit people to just one answer a night. But tonight, we're we're not going to do that. So what we're talking about now is flypaper, penny loafers, 
and Lucky Strike Green. Now, I might not know what Lucky Strike Green was, but for the fact that uh, my uh, grandfather, uh, he enjoyed the virtues of the, not Lucky Strike Green, but the Lucky Strike Red, I think is what it was. But what is Lucky Strike Green? What is Lucky Strike Red? Flat tops, sock hops. I could not believe it one night. We were doing trivia having to do with rock and roll music, and somebody did not know in the audience, it was a relatively young person, what a sock hop was. And when I think how they predominated in a world that, that uh, I lived in at one time, it kind of almost broke my heart. So if you know what a flat top, a sock hop, Studebaker is, what is a Studebaker? And uh, Pepsi, please. 919-860-9783. John, do we have anybody on We have phone? Anthony from Broadway. Oh, if I know Anthony, he'll know several of these. But he's still going to have to redial. Uh, I'm going to have to make sure that he does that. Anthony, good evening. You're on WPTF. Good evening, Tom. Is this a good topic or not? It is a good topic. I remember the these cereals. I don't remember them on Saturday morning. See, I I was born in the late fifties, so when I saw them, they were on in the afternoon on uh, either WRL or WTVD, either one of those stations, and you had to watch every episode of it in order to get the gist of the whole program. Otherwise, you would miss one part of it. I remember one was Nyoka the Jungle Girl. Okay. I don't remember that one, but uh, most of the ones that I remember were Western serials, but they could be... Have any time vintage, they could have to do with you know kind of World War Two kind of stuff, espionage, and, and sexy jungle girls. I'll bet that's what the one you watched was about. There was another one, uh, Zombies of the Stratosphere. Uh, it was like twelve to fifteen chapters. Now I tell you who was in that was Leonard Nimoy, who was Mister Spock long before he was Mister Spock. This thing was copyright nineteen fifty two. Okay. Now, let me go back for a moment, because you were saying that you saw them on Saturday afternoon on TV. Well, they were made for, most of the time, in the 40s. A lot of them made particularly right after World War II. They were kind of B-Western kind of things. And, right. And when television came in, television didn't have a whole lot of product, if you know what I mean, what stuff to put on. So they, that's why when the little rascals who had disappeared into oblivion came back. And uh, uh, Hopalong Cassidy, who, who had been a Western star, had bought all of his movies. He had the rights to them, so he chopped them up into 50, 30-minute pieces, and they, they were on the, the uh, uh, cowboy thing. Uh, the guy on Channel 9 in Greenville was Cactus Stem, for instance. He would, he would show uh, maybe a cartoon, maybe a Little Rascals, and he would show uh, about half of a... a, a Hopalong Cassidy movie. William Boyd, of course, was the guy that played Hopalong Cassidy. Right. But, but the the movie product that was, and they had to turn a lot of it out in the period right after World War II because there were a lot of movie theaters and they changed billings usually once or twice a week. And it was like going, like watching television, except television hadn't arrived yet, but it was just, ar- just around the corner. So what they did is they moved it from Saturday morning uh, at the movie house to Saturday afternoon on the TV station. And uh, uh, there was usually a, a jamboree kind of rock and roll program on there somewhere that, that it was not unlike the American Bandstand thing, that in 
Raleigh, a, 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 a guy named J.D. Lewis had a, a, a rock and roll uh, show on Saturday from 1 to 3, I think. But anyway, anything else you want to say about... Uh, well, I will tell you this much. Before WNCN Channel 17 became a CBS affiliate, Long ago, back in the late 80s, early 90s, when it came on the air, it was W-Y-E-D, and it was an independent station, and they played those serials, like, during the middle of the day, like at 11.30. Um, well, they, they showed a lot of, you know what a, an A movie is and a B movie? Well, a lot of the movies they showed were C movies, but uh, they were kind right. of entertaining. Yeah, no, yeah, I remember W-Y-E-D was 17, and that was when... WPTF Television Channel 28 was the NBC affiliate, and uh, I think uh, uh, they flopped around so much lately I can't keep up with them. But I believe WRAL was probably the CBS affiliate then, and Channel 11 was probably uh, uh, the ABC affiliate. Exactly, if I, if I remember correctly. Well, then then they they changed you know networks about three years ago so that. Channel 5 became the NBC affiliate, but uh, indeed, that, that was the case. Well, I'm going to drive you away in this. I'll give you another line here. I'll give you another line. What is flypaper? Well, if I'm correct on this, you hang up flypaper and it catches flies. Am I right? Well, yeah, it's got sticky stuff on it, and it, it, it catches flies. That You catch them in this. This was before the days of air conditioning, and when you had windows that had no screens on them, flies would come in, and they would hang up that flypaper, catch it, and uh, deposit the uh, flies into the trash can and into the flies. But uh, That's when you, screen, when you, screens on the windows put an end to that, and, of course, fly flaps or fly swatters uh, took the place of that. You rarely see that anymore. Well, I was going to say, you, you, along with this fly paper, was the fly swatter. And if you lived on a farm or a place where there was a lot of, uh, let's say, uh, cow manure and a lot of uh, uh, food and things that, that the flies would be interested in, you could quite often go outdoors and just swing your fly swatter and kill a bunch of flies without even, without even trying uh, <laughs> to, to, to do that. But one of the things that in a lot of the early cartoons, particularly the ones that, that Disney made with Steamboat Willie and stuff like that, uh, they, w they would capture the bad guy by getting him caught on the flypaper, and he would put one foot down to get loose from the flypaper, and of course that foot would stick while he got the other one loose. And, and <laughs> it, you, you will see, if you haven't seen this, if you watch a lot of old movies, you will see this happen at some point in what was going on. Let me see. I've got to look at the, my clock here. I ought to take a break now. But, Anthony, you are welcome to come back if you All want right. to take on, on another line. And you did good tonight. Thank you. Appreciate it. You have a nice day, and uh, we may talk to you tomorrow. Okay. I hope so. Anthony Thank you. From, from Broadway, helping us walk through uh, some of the first lines of, Do You Remember These by the Statler Brothers from back in 19... Oh, I don't know exactly when it was. It wasn't all that long ago, really. The Statler Brothers continued to perform until 2002 when they, they retired. And uh, Lou DeWitt, one of the original Statler Brothers, died in 1990 and was replaced by Jimmy Fortune. And Don Reed and Harold Reed re remained with Lou Walsley. 
But uh, in the month of April, just a couple of months ago, Harold, the base uh, uh, of the Statler brothers, uh, who, who was one of the two brothers who were actually related to each other, passed away. He was 80 years old at that time. We're going to pause, and when we come back, we're going to uh, play some more of the Do You Remember These and see if some of our other listeners that can be up to the standard that, that Anthony gave us and tell us who these people are. Interesting what you remember. Don, you told me you had a lady named Leon who knew about flypaper. Lee, are you there? Hello? Oh, hello. Hello, Lee? Hello. What do you know about flypaper? I said, Lee. I'm sorry? I said, yes, I know about flypaper. Okay, tell me about it. Well, the original flypaper was, um, uh, I'm originally from Johnston County, and our uh, electricity came through, uh, oh, maybe when I was 11 years old. And um, we had, uh, they were little black sheets, and uh, you, Mama would put them in a little container that had an edge to it that you could pour water into, but you didn't want to pour a lot of water, just keep getting it a little bit more than damp and it would attract the flies. And then, of course, we also had the uh, spiral things that you could hang up. Right. And, uh, you know, that was what we call our original flypaper. And, of course, that was back in the 40s. <laughs> the good old days, Dad. Uh, we've got other callers, so we're not going to spend a lot of time tonight, but I hope you'll call again. John tells me you're 100 years old. Yeah, just about. I, okay. uh, I listen every night. I, I have called before, but anyway, I hope things go well. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. That's uh, somebody who actually used to fly paper. Let's see, John, I did, we've got time for another call here. Uh, let's see if we can get... Uh, uh, who is next on the on the line here? Uh, Jack, we may have to hold her over, though. Uh, Jack? Jackie? Is it Jack or Jackie? Jackie. Jackie, hello? Hello? Which one of these things are you going to tell me about? Well, I think I think of Studebaker's a car. Studebaker, in fact, was a car. I think there's still some around, but they don't. I don't think they make them anymore. I think they quit making them in the in the '60s. But uh, it was indeed a car, and it was. It's interesting because the Studebaker company actually started out making wagons back in the before the Civil War, and uh, gradually they got into making trucks and finally cars. And uh, we have a, a colleague at WPTF, Mike Davis, who collects Studebakers. But uh, did you ever ride in a Studebaker? No, sir. I think my dad wanted one, and he uh, he had a uh, gosh, I forget the name of it, but he had the wings in the back. He had a car with a pretty. It was a pretty car, and but it wasn't a Studebaker. But uh, you know, I I kind of look at cars now, and I think they're nice. But the car that my dad had when he was young, that was just pretty to look at too. It wasn't just a plate. It wasn't just right. something you would drive. You, you well, you know, since uh, 
the uh, economy move in, in making automobiles came about, the uh, the uh, cars lost all their various and different style. They all look alike now. They all look like somebody's Mercedes and so on. I'm going to have to go, but I think I'm glad that you called tonight, and I'm glad to know that your dad wanted a Studebaker. I'm sorry if he didn't get one. Oh, he's fine. It was just like a pipe dream. Well, just tell him we, th- we were thinking about him, okay? Okay. Thank okay, you. thanks a lot. That was Jackie. And uh, Steve, uh, John, uh, I've stepped on your toes a little bit here, but it's about time for us to pick up the news, I think. And uh, so we'll we'll be back right after this. Brothers makes you want to stay up all night listening to them, but I probably won't do that tonight because I stayed up part of the night watching a hurricane last night. Tom Kearney here, the Tom Kearney Show. We're here every night, Monday through Friday, live and in real time, and we play a little bit when it gets towards the weekend. And uh, remember, well, we're nostalgic about things that used to be, and we're playing with a song tonight called Do You Remember These by the Statler Brothers, who were for a number of years, I think, from the mid-50s to the mid-60s, the opening act for none other than Johnny Cash. And they uh, quit performing as a group uh, in 2002. And uh, there are two members of the Statler Brothers whose name really was not Statler, but we'll leave you to find that out. And we've played uh, part of this song, and we've had some explanation of what flypaper was and what uh, uh, serials, movies were. John, are we prepared to pay just a little bit of this, say, starting with Penny Loafers? Yeah. Right, go for that. Penny Loafers, Lucky Strike Green, Flat Tops, Sock Pops, Baker, Pepsi, please. Okay, stop it right there uh, now. John, didn't you tell me that Joe was on the line? Yes. Joe, are you prepared to answer some yeah, I was going to tell you about the flypaper, but that lady stole my thunder, but I know about the Lucky Strike Green. Go ahead, Joe. I hung, actually, I hung up on Tom. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Are you back, Tom? Oh, you can go ahead. Uh, okay, uh, and go ahead and explain what the uh, Lucky Strike Green was. Lucky Strike Green was uh, the color of the Lucky Strike M. Okay, John, where are we now? Okay. But we, we've just lost Joe again, so. I know, we'll get him, he'll come back. Tom Kearney here, a little electronic uh, uh, glitch or so here, and uh, we're waiting for our caller, Joe Williams, to come back and talk to us. John, is he is he going to be there or not? Waiting on him to call back. Okay, is anybody else waiting on the line? Not at this time. Okay. Well, let's go... Uh, uh, let me say that tomorrow night we'll have trivia, and uh, we'll all kind of have uh, kind of potpourri trivia tomorrow night, and that will be what's going on there. And then we'll have a, a full schedule of new programs next week. One of the people that will be with us is Rod Gonski, our uh, longtime meteorologist friend, and he will be on, on Thursday night, and probably on Friday night next week we'll have another uh, Name That Song uh, trivia contest where you have to name this song after hearing just a little bit. Is Joe ready to go? He just called John. back. Okay. Can you put him on the air? Tom? Yes, sir. I'm sorry this is happening all like this, but uh, yeah. now you're there, and uh, you tell me about Lucky Strike Green again. Yeah, stuff happens. Don't worry about it. Uh, Lucky Strike's uh, 
emblem on their paper on their uh, paper that wrapped their cigarettes up was green up until sometime early in the World War Two, uh, and there was a need for the green dye to be used in a government operation, so they switched from the green to the red. Well, do you know, I, this is why I'm glad we can do this, because that isn't what I thought the answer was. I thought they put Lucky Strike green on when they made them mentholated uh, Lucky Strike, but you're, you're saying, and I've, I've actually heard that before, that they they needed to not to, to not use green paper, so they changed it to red. Yeah, they, they didn't need to use the green dye. The government had me for that. I don't know. I guess it was printing bogus money. Well, I can tell you that my grandfather smoked them, and if you smoked those or camels, you were a brave man. <laughs> I knew a lot of people that smoked them. Well, I, I did, too. I was just a little, little tyke, and he'd come home from working, putting out Coca-Colas, and he'd sit down on a bench on the front, uh, and his little grandbaby, yours truly, about four years old, would crawl up there, and he would take that uh, Lucky Strike Green out and and, and pounded against his hand to tighten the tobacco up. You've seen people do that. Yeah. Well, you know, the best-smelling cigarettes, if I remember back then, was the Chesterfield. Might have been. I, I, I don't know that anybody in my family ever smoked. I've, I've never smoked, but uh, yeah. my father and my grandfather smoked, and they would smoke uh, pell-mell and uh, uh, sometimes L&M, I think it was. And, but, yeah. uh, I don't know if they still make Chesterfields, though. I don't think they do. Uh, I mean, I think, uh, anyway, now, I'm, since I've got you on the line, I want to ask you, do you want to take a shot at some of the other things that we have already had on in the song before we go back and and, uh, and uh, bid you adieu? You know, I, I, you know I, what? If, I don't think, the, the penny loafers, has anybody covered them? Uh, no, no, nobody's talked about what they were, or flat tops. Oh, the flat top was a GI haircut. Yeah. I had I had a flat top, but the penny loafers were basically Norwegian loafers, and a, you just put a penny down there in the uh, opening above the, uh, the yeah, arch. On it. Yeah. Now I want to go back though for a second uh, to uh, your flat top. Did you ever use any butch wax on it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how you got it to stand up, right? <laughs> Had 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 some help for standing it up. That's right. I knew I had had you figured out, Joe. There was something about you that you wanted to keep secret. Well, Joe Williams, thank you for being on the radio with us. Now you're the only person we have on that we say both of your names. Okay, well, that's fine with me. I appreciate good talking with you. Thank you, sir. Take have care. Have you been to Wilbur's yet? No, I haven't had the opportunity. I've had a little few medical problems, but I'm yeah. straightening them out, and uh, yeah. I'm going to go down and get a takeaway order and find me a picnic, or if I, if necessary, I'll ease off the hood of my car. Yeah, I, I went down to, went down to Dufin County this past uh, Saturday, and I stopped by Grady's and picked up three pounds and brought it back home. Grady's is the place over there at Dudley, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, that's a good place to go to. It, it, it's good. It is. It's almost like a secret, so we're not going to tell the secret. <laughs> we'll tell it next time is what we'll do. Thank you, Joe. Good talking with you, Tom. Likewise. Bye-bye. Joe, and Joe Williams knows my part of the world and the part that I grew up in. We are walking around in a song called Do You Remember These by the Stadler Brothers, uh, hoping it will evoke nostalgia for some things that used to be tonight, and so far it has. And they ask again and again, do you remember these? Uh 
I don't know where you are in this song. Did you stop it uh, after Pepsi, please, John? Uh, far as I know. Okay, why don't we just launch into it again, and I'll, I'll tell you when to stop. And if you listeners recognize any of this and you want to talk about it and want to explain it to me, please do, 919-860-9783. John Sauter is our producer, and here he comes. Do you remember these? Cigar bands on your hand, your daddy's socks roll down. Sticks, no plugs, and aviator caps with flaps that button down. Movie stars on Dixie Cup tops and knickers to your knees. Call us up and tell us what you remember of uh, your daddy's socks rolled down. I'm not sure what to make of that. I think that was probably some odd fashion thing. Uh, one can ever tell sort of like women eventually or young girls would have sloppy socks. Uh, and and they, fortunately, they got over that uh, sometime when Frank Sinatra was in the world. Sticks, no plugs, and aviator caps. Now, I know what an aviator cap was, and one could really look silly in an aviator cap with the flaps that button down the sides. Movie stars on Dixie cup tops and knickers to your knees. I had a pair of knickers that my mother made me wear, and I could not wait to get out of them. They probably exist somewhere in the world even now. They were corduroy, and we were they were called by my friends and grandparents my whistling britches. Do any of you remember having any knickers to your knees? You wore those when you were young. One of the things you did when you were small in my age was you wore short pants sometimes. This lady is the third grade, but when you when you graduated to to not short pants, that was a that was a good day and a you, a day that you could could be proud of. So cigar bands on your hands, your daddy's socks rolled down, sticks, no plugs. Help me with those aviator caps with the flaps buttoned down. Movie stars on Dixie cup tops and knickers to your knees. Anybody for John? 919-860-9783. No one at this time, Tom. Well, I I think I figured out, and somebody can correct me. Maybe we can suck you into this this way. That the Dixie cup tops or tops to used to could buy, or you, I think maybe you still can buy ice cream in cups with a top that you had a little piece of paper sticking up and you pulled it up, but on the tops they had pictures of movie stars and some people would in fact collect those. Do you remember these? Okay, John, are you ready to start where you left off before? Yeah. Okay, let's, let's see where you are. Go for it. The hip parade, great truade, the Sadie Hawkins dance. Stop right there. Now, now we've got three things. We've got your hip parade, great truade, and the Sadie Hawkins dance. There might be a little puzzle in two of those, but let's see if anybody in our audience knows about uh, the hit parade, the Grape Truade, and the Sadie Hawkins dance. I don't think those things have completely disappeared into history, but we can be nostalgic for their coming back when, for a time when life was a little simpler. 919 9783 919 WPTF. What we want to know about is your hip parade, Grape Truade, and the Sadie Hawkins dance. We'll be back with your answers right after this. A song by the Stadler Brothers called Do You Remember These? They were a very nostalgic and very romantic group, and uh, we've uh, done fairly well so far. 
John Stott, our producer, is ready to play another segment of the song, and we're prepared for you to call 919-860-9783 and tell us your explanation of what they are, in fact, talking about to see if you are nostalgic for or indeed remember what they're singing about. John, are you ready to go? Yep. Go. The hip parade, grape truade, the Sadie Hawkins dance. Pedal pushers, ducktail hair, and begging your pants. Howdy doody, tooty fruity, the seam up the back of her hose. Ah, do you remember those? Stop it right there, and let's see if anybody in the sound of our signal uh, remembers any of those things and is uh, willing to update us on it. And to explain, cigar bands on your hands, your daddy's socks rolled down, sticks, no plugs, and aviator caps with flaps that button down. Ugly, I'll tell you, it was ugly. Movie stars on Dixie Cup tops and knickers to your knees. And then your hit parade. Somebody should certainly remember that. Grape Truade uh, and the Sadie Hawkins dance. Does anybody remember what a Sadie Hawkins dance is? Or have we gone too far into the future? Pedal pushers think Mary Tyler Moore there. Ducktail hair. We talked a little earlier about uh, flat tops and butch wax. And you probably could have used some butch wax on ducktail hair. Uh, makes me think of doo-wop uh, groups singing on the street corner in Philadelphia. Pegging your pants. I actually had to look that one up, but I found it. Howdy Doody. Who remembers Howdy Doody? Tutti Fruity in the seam of the back of your hose. What, all, what about that? Do you remember those? 919-860-9783. Somebody must indeed remember part of that. Don, have we got any callers on the line? No callers at this time, Tom. Okay. We're, we're, we're not getting a good response tonight. So we need to remind you of the number, 919-860-9783. Uh, and... Uh, we will have a chance to talk about pedal pushers. I said think Mary Tyler Moore because when the uh, the Dick Van Dyke show came on and Mary Tyler Moore appeared on there, she wore pedal pushers and uh, caused quite a, a ruckus because they were perhaps a little more sexy uh, than uh, people were f- were familiar with. And I can't remember did did uh, did the uh, Dick Van Dyke and uh, and, and Mary Tyler Moore, as husband and wife, did they sleep in the same bed or in separate beds? Somebody will be able to tell me the answer to that. Ducktail hair and pegging your pants, where you you had a full cut at the top and and, and cut down or or wrapped in such a way as that you had smaller uh, pants at the bottom. Difficult to get get on if you made a mistake and put your shoes on in the morning before you went to school. And you didn't want to undo the shoes and undo that, and you wanted to just stick your leg into your pegged pants. Not so easy to do because the the the, the hole, the entryway was was smaller than it was intended to be. Howdy Doody, uh, we we think of Buffalo Bob and Howdy Doody, one of the early children's programs that had a great deal of success starting in 1948, and I think it went off the air about 1954. In fact, it went off the air in eastern North Carolina, where I watched television before we actually had an NBC affiliate to watch it. But one of the people that played on there was Clarabelle, I think, the clown, who was played by a man named Bob Keeshan, who was 
Bob Keeshan. He became more famous in another role, and that can be your trivia question, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You got and we have Dawn in Raleigh. Dawn in Raleigh. Okay, Dawn, Don, how are you this evening? Hey, sir, I'm doing fine. I hope you are. This is Don in Raleigh. Okay, I got you. Yeah, Don in Raleigh. Yeah. And my wife, Martha, she's here, too. And yep. I know who Bob Keeshan was. Okay, I'm sure you do. You know, I saw the first program that he was ever on when when he had his own program. I was kind of old. I was 12, I think, at the time, and it was designed for people a little younger. But I was really crazy about television then. Who was Bob Keeshan? Captain Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo, that's right. Why do they call him Captain Kangaroo? I don't know, because he hopped? No, he had pockets in his... In and his he had the stomach. big pockets, that's right, where he kept all kinds of goodies. And then there was Mr. Green Jeans and Bunny Rabbit and and so on. But you, you, you're, oh, yeah. you're old enough to remember that. And on Howdy Doody, of course, besides Clarabelle, he had Mr. Bluster. Mr. Bluster, that's right. And I watched... I watched uh, Howdy Doody on WFMY Channel 2 in Greensboro, but I lived in Raleigh. We didn't have a TV station in Raleigh. Uh, uh, Raleigh was late getting their TV stations on the air because of legal matters. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. WPTF wanted, wanted Channel Channel 5, and WRL wanted Channel 5, and they spent several years uh, duking it out in the courts. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, there was... There was quite a long, drawn-out thing there. Yes, and, it was. And but the, the WFMY was was the second TV station in North Carolina, and it had a very tall tower. And if you had a good antenna today, you could even watch it. Uh, yeah, we had a 30-foot mast on top of the roof, uh, the peak of the roof, and we could get Channel 4 and Channel 2, and that's all there was to get. That was it. If you had been a little further west, you could have gotten Channel 3 out of Charlotte. But uh, uh -huh. you're yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I, I'm having so much fun here, I'm about to make a big mistake and not notice what the clock says. You, oh, you, okay. you two are going to have to, Don you and your lady, are going to have to call back some other time when we're being nostalgic about stuff like this, okay? We'd be glad to, Tom. Thank you very much. And that's uh, our bit of nostalgia for tonight. We'll be back tomorrow night with Friday Night Trivia.